Hello and welcome to another episode of the Genuine Convos podcast. I know it's been a while, but right now um, it's after a long, long time of studying. So here we are and we have a female guest, the first female guest, much needed feminine energy in the podcast. Welcome Simran Sadhwani, correct? Your last name? Yeah. Did I pr- pronounce it correctly? Sadhwani? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Welcome. I'm very excited to have you on. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to like start off talking with um, what ha- what's happening in India right now. So what is like, what is like the, the basics of what is happening? Is it just um, like COVID rates are increasing a lot? Um, okay, so like, I, obvi- I'm not also like too inclined into the news and stuff, but like my family talks about it all the time. And I have family in India who share a lot. So essentially, yeah. yeah um their their covid rates are super high like their wave right now is taking down a lot of people um healthcare system is the word collapse they don't have much oxygen tanks left um and hospitals are completely full and like in the cities that's the situation now like you can imagine how in villages and and, like areas like that where there's you don't even know the death count of those people right so and literally like people are not and in our culture like you basically have to burn the body right like that's our crematorian ceremony cremation yeah yeah cremation ceremony yeah um and uh we can't do that because the hospital just does it for you now like they like the land behind they've just been killing bodies because they just don't have time to let like families come and take their their loved ones and do it it's just to spread this uh like reduce the spread of the virus itself um but yeah like that's kind of the situation right now and i know like where i'm from um the swaminarayan community there's a yeah. huge temple in baroda um in atladra and it's they it's a very big temple uh, and what they did was basically their their um area of prayers they basically emptied that whole hall out and put about a uh, 200 something beds there and oh, wow. um uh and brought in some doctors to help with the situation they're feeding those patients um so they've been doing that and they're trying to change most of their temples into like healthcare facilities for now which right. is, i think really really helpful honestly i just think it's a time in the um in the world where people need to sort of stop Come together hating. Right? yeah stop hating on people pl- putting blame on people and find a solution and I know, like India has become a huge like topic of interest right Discussion, now. Discussion, yeah, yeah. Which I, which I think is kind of dumb because Canada ain't doing any better. So, like, why don't we shit talking Trudeau because he's being an ass, you know? Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I don't know like much about politics <clears throat> at all. I don't pay attention to like news and anything at all because yeah. I'm like a rebel against society. Honestly, sometimes I feel like just like just like going to the forest and just like <clears throat> living there or something, you know. No, I totally agree with you. If I if I had yeah. a choice, I would buy an island. I would move and not associate with humans at all. So. No, like I'm a people type of person, but just society, yeah. some things about society just piss me off. Yeah, like everybody's getting sick and everything, but they never talk about like healthy practices. They talk about like, okay, getting vaccinated and like, um, like buying masks and stuff to like stop the spread, but they never mm-hmm. talk about like healthy eating or like sleep. Yeah. Or like exercising or like mm-hmm. let's say meditating for like a good state of mind right they don't talk about that yeah. they're just 
like it's a business at the end of the day i think like the healthcare system is not like a Mm -hmm. disease it like it doesn't want the diseases to go away it's like a disease maintenance system 100 percent. yeah they want the diseases to stay so that they can make more money off of us i think that's my line of thinking at at least it's like a conspiracy line of thinking no you're absolutely right like the world is at the verge of capitalistic takeover right like if you think about it hundreds of years ago like this kind of like such system wasn't a thing right it was a barter sort of system where it was more of like especially in india because in our vedic literature it's a healthy lifestyle that's promoted right yeah. a lot of the world is trying to adopt that yoga comes from those practices meditation comes from those practices back yeah. dating back to like old hinduism buddhism like that's where it comes from right so it's it's in engraved in our society but it's western culture that the world is uh, like taking into account and like trying to live by and it's capitalism like that's i'm a complete hater of capitalism like it's brought in good things but it's completely ruined what it means to To be be a human human, honestly yeah yeah Yeah. it's like it it ruins the fact that humans are supposed to be like a community right it's like a divisive divisive kind of force it Mm -hmm. it teaches you how to be like independent but at the same time like you know how they say like everything has its pros and its cons one of the biggest cons is like the more individualistic you get the the farther apart you become from other humans Mm -hmm. so like we're becoming more divided like every single day especially with the covid thing going on you would think Mm -hmm. that people would come together but in reality people are becoming more and more divided yeah like the asian hate thing is going on where they're like hating on the asians for like starting covid or whatever i mean like you can't just stereotypically pick one group of people right mm-hmm. because it's not every single one of those people that started it it's, yeah. it's probably like i don't even know how it started like nobody really knows but let's it's say all, if yeah yeah go ahead what were you gonna say I, i'm just saying it's more like and this might sound very very racist but, go ahead um it's like i think it's always the western community that puts these labels on because if you think about it uh, people of color understand mm. what it means to be people of color we yeah. understand what it means to be minority like i would never go and blame an asian for starting COVID. do i blame the chinese government for ter- handling it terribly yeah but that's a different <laughs> story because yeah. it's people of power who chose to make the wrong decisions at the right wrong time right um, yeah but that's not me saying that I'm going to blame every single Chinese person I see on the train saying they yeah, have COVID. Yeah, exactly. Right? And, and it's, I don't even think it's like the Western like culture that's uh, responsible for like spreading these things. It's it's more like uh, people in power, like you said, just people in power in like all the countries, you know, they're exactly. just, they're um, misusing, abusing like people mm-hmm. in every single country. Yeah. Because yeah, like I- in, even in Western culture, we might think that racism is like more prevalent in like the Western countries. But in Mm -hmm. reality, if you think about it, I feel like racism is more prevalent in like third world countries. Like where I come from, racism is so insane. Like it's like a part of the culture, you know, and nobody even like bothers to kind of um, Mm -hmm. fight against it. It's not like something you fight against. We accept it as like a part of human nature. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? We're in Western society because of like the whole slavery thing back in the day. They try mm-hmm. to fight against it still to this day. It's like a big part of the culture. But I think it's like the people in power that like abuse um, 
the the regular citizens and and spread like divisiveness in the in the country and racism as well you know yeah which like yeah which i find interesting because like uh just even now like if you take alberta as like a point like in history right now um the whole anti-mask protest right um yeah. with what happened and it's interesting to see because majority of those people who protested were caucasian descent right um and it's just interesting to see that just because the government in this point of time is infringing upon their free quote-unquote freedom of doing whatever they want um how bad they feel and how restricted they feel and the actions they're doing to come to like go against those laws right or those bylaws mm-hmm. i should say which i find very interesting because it's it's like they're finally getting a taste of their own medicine you know like oh like okay we, like caucasian people and power have always been doing that for years in this country they yeah. did it with aboriginal people they did it on japanese people they did it on punjabi people oh yeah Maru and all that right mm-hmm. and um now they're it's just finally it's because like caucasian people are feeling restricted they're feeling like oh my like i have to wear a mask i don't want to wear a mask but why mm-hmm. should i wear a mask right because this dude of authority is telling me to but that's against the charter of rights and freedoms well hi <laughs> you've been yeah. doing this for like the last hundred years like yeah yeah I know bulb, you know which which i find interesting because it's like it's 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 cool to see the world you know sort of starting to like flip positions yeah and like, yeah um but honestly i definitely think after this pandemic this world's going to be a very different place for oh sure. yeah definitely 100 i had a question for you do you think it's like the western culture that's like um inherently racist like it's in their genes kind of because they're the ones that started um what is it called going out and like seizing lands from other people right back in the day it wasn't like other cultures that weren't doing it as uh, i mean like predominantly at least they were like the dominant culture that were going out especially like england going out and just seizing up lands from every other country thinking that you can actually own land which wasn't a part of like any other culture back then mm-hmm. um i don't i wouldn't say it's in their genes but i would say it's definitely like um become more part of their culture like it's inherently like it's it's because they feel like they're superior right like as you said like the british were felt that they were the superior race and like a little bit of this is coming into albertan education too like for the fact that they want to implement christianity as the one top cult religion and teach only about christianity right like it's you you see it everywhere you see it in the workplace you see it like if you look close enough you see it everywhere right and but i do definitely think it's been more um amplified because of caucasian people and because mm-hmm. of their history right because no matter what you look at we're always taught in school the british are that main people they are the ones who created this world they created that like globalization globalization yeah. right and yeah. you taught that in school and as a pe- person of color you're like okay well what did my people do nothing yeah <laughs> it, it makes you think like your culture is like useless almost yeah like it didn't do anything right yeah. but i feel like also like nowadays it might have been that before like back in the days where like christopher Col- columbus was coming in and like 
um, invading like this land specifically. At that time, I think racism was way more prevalent. But I think nowadays, even like the Caucasian people, they're not as racist anymore. Because like, just like looking at their behaviors around uh, us or just around like in in society it's it's prevalent that they're they're almost afraid to like open up their like real side and i don't even think they are as racist as they used to be honestly i think they're way better and i I think racism is like inherently a part of um like the human nature it's part Mm -hmm. of like humanity honestly because let's be honest even like me i have racist thoughts sometimes but like Mm -hmm. i think shushud brought up a really good point um, we were having a chat a few days ago and he was like, you know, racism is not the issue. It's the it's when like people um, think that people like their racist thoughts um, stop other people from living their lives properly. So like, let's say if I'm having a if I'm having a racist thought thought against um, an Asian person and I go and make their lives harder. By the way, my video stopped again, didn't it? Yeah, that's okay. Don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> we might have to just do the do the podcast with your face in it because uh, my video just keeps stopping. I, I don't know what to do about it. That's so okay. Sorry about that. Yeah, yeah so no con- continue, continuing on. So if I was to like go to like, let's say an Asian person and if I'm like racist towards an Asian person and I make their lives harder, then it's an issue, right? Because then it's um, physically harming another race. But mm-hmm. thoughts are just thoughts at the end of the day. Yeah. They don't really harm anything. It's when the thoughts become actions, right? Yes. Uh, I agree. But I also think that nowadays um, thoughts also corrupt your mind, right? Yeah. yeah. And um, it's not in human nature to want to control your thoughts. And if you people who can control their thoughts are considered saints, right? They're considered upper level spiritual people because it's very hard to control your thoughts. Yeah, and that's kind of what makes humans humans. It's the fact that we have those flaws that we, like we let curiosity take fuel our minds. We let that like take us over to doing things that eventually harm other people, right? Right. It's yeah. Kind of, it's kind of like I think we t- talked about this over message a while ago. Kind of what I would say about technology and technology like advancing this much right and it's other- ironic that my technology is acting up right now and you're talking yeah. about technology yeah <laughs> uh it's it's kind of like how like it's with technology it's with other sort of advancements in the world where um human even in the healthcare system like humans are taking it too far you know like there's there's a fine line between wanting to advance to a part in a world where you make your life easier and over advancing that you're just harming other people in the world itself right yeah and not even other people just themselves as well right Mm -hmm. people don't understand like the limit like we don't have like a built-in system where we we can tell hey this is enough like we can never Mm -hmm. tell that it's like always like innovation 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 the next next big thing next big thing like we don't know what when to stop Mm -hmm. And that's being a big issue right now, specifically with like the advance advancement of technology, as you were talking about yeah. in like all the fields, you know, and mm-hmm. what is really scary, like me and Shishir has this conversation, have this conversation a lot, like AI, what do you think about AI? I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I think it's yeah. absolutely unnecessary. Uh, like a big example I'd like to give is just in cars, right? Like yeah. cars now are becoming so tech heavy, like 
you ha- they have like these motion sensors that will like tell you to like make your car drift back you have these reverse cameras and this and that yeah. and i'm like do you know like if you're so reliant on this one day if this thing doesn't work you're not even gonna know how to drive a car exactly yeah <laughs> like like with the teslas the new teslas you don't even have yeah. to like there's like autopilot mode where you don't even have to yeah. touch the steering wheel and it just exactly. drives you to the place uh like based on the gps it's so yeah. like scary at times mm-hmm. like i think if you like us like the human body is very um interesting and it's very like um adaptable to like anything it's it's a i think the human body is the best machine ever created by whoever Mm -hmm. created it so i think like the human body is able to um do things that not even like the highest ai technology can do right we can we can adapt to almost anything in the world we can survive almost anywhere in the fucking world that's like very interesting about the human body and my my thinking is that if we stop using the body to do the intended thing it's supposed to do we will eventually forget how to use that certain thing like an example mm-hmm. would be i don't know if this is absolutely true but like uh there's speculations that back in the days that when there were there was no uh like technology not as prevalent as as like today there were powers that we had in our mind that we have lost right now powers like telekinetic powers or like telepathy and stuff like communicating with other people not even like not even communicating just just like feeling things coming towards us, like mm-hmm. having a having a sixth sense almost. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. and uh, and also like able also being able to control your like immune system, auto autoimmune system. Mm-hmm. Like we think nowadays that it's not uh, controllable, but there are uh, experiments and studies proving otherwise by very mm-hmm. special people. You know, so I think there are powers that we have lost because of the advancement yeah. of technology. That's my point of view. And that's why I'm like very um, geared towards ancestral living. Like I want to yeah. I want to make my home as dumb as I can. I don't want a smart home. I want a dumb home so I can have a smart body and 100%. a smart life. Yeah, you know I, mean? I definitely agree with you. I 100 percent agree with you. Like it's going too far, like even in my own daily practice, like if I want to get a car, there's no way I'm getting one of those fancy cars. Give me the basic model. If, yeah. if I can drive it from here to there, there's a heater in it. That's all I need. You know, like, I'm good. That's yeah. 100% a, all I a need. A seat belt or two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And as you said, like those like homes that like turn like Google homes that like do everything. I have a, I have a Google nest, but it's yeah. literally, I Traitor. use it for my alarm Traitor. clock. Oh, okay. <laughs> like that, I, that's it. I know. I'm just, I'm just messing I, with you. <laughs> I use it for my alarm clock and I play music, like, and I play music on it. Like that's about it. Oh, okay. um, I don't even know half the features on there and you know, but yeah. that's, I just yeah. leave it at that. Like, I just think it's so unnecessary. But like, just like drifting back to the thought, like where you were talking about, it's human thoughts that we can't control. That's why things get so out of hand. So it's just, it's not that people aren't like, yeah, you you can have racist thoughts, but the the problem is that ninety nine percent of the people will act on it because right. they don't have that mental control. Right. Yeah. I think you said it beautifully. I I haven't even thought about that before. It's yeah like yogis and like meditators there are mm-hmm. very few percentage of the human population exactly there's very yeah. few people who can actually uh, act on their thoughts or like stop mm-hmm. or or i mean um separate themselves from their thoughts and say that you know thoughts are not me i am mm-hmm. different from my thoughts 
most yeah. people in modern society think that their thoughts are themselves it's a manifestation of themselves basically but it's i don't think it's true necessarily just like meditating a little bit gives you that realization you yeah. know and uh yeah i had i have one more question that just popped out of my brain uh damn okay it might pop back in later anyways continuing on with like the with like the conversation yeah um yeah sorry i had a big ass brain fart i forgot <laughs> i forgot what we were talking about technology right yeah 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 technology yeah i don't know what's gonna happen like honestly have you heard of like elon musk's uh elon musk's um Neuralink? yeah i did i don't know much about it but i heard about like that yeah. like a little bit like he's doing something but honestly yeah, I, i just don't pay attention to technology news yeah. at all because i just think it's so corrupting to your mind like it's also an addiction right like and coming back to the control of thoughts thing not everyone is able to hold back on addictions right like um, exactly yeah and there's so many different types of addictions in life right whether they be of the body of the brain of the mind right so yeah. there's like you, you can have like external addictions like items right like whether it be alcohol or drugs or you can have um addictions towards like success where it'd be like mm-hmm. oh i want to create innovate innovate and uh, yeah. make the like- world better place quote unquote yeah. right yeah um yeah. you can have like you know pleasure addiction addictions like you know like mm-hmm. lust and yeah, yeah um, exactly all those kind of things so it's just like it's like that's also another thing i always consider it's like so essentially in this world everything is an addiction because everything in the world is also an illusion so if it's also the world is an addiction right the more yeah. you the more you the more you fall in love with this place the mm-hmm. more the more like semi other addictions around this world will consume you right, right the more yeah. you realize that you are just a guest here you mm-hmm. are just a guest to this body you're just a guest in this world right. temporarily the happier you will be because you'll realize that okay someday th- this is all just fake right yeah this is all an illusion you said it beautifully yeah. honestly like i have thought about it this since when i was like five years old like since when i could start thinking like what the hell is going on around me why am i mm-hmm. here what's going on what is this body that i am in you know yeah. Feel, it felt weird like always and and i don't think we will ever figure it out but like mm-hmm. we do have some idea like you said it's an illusion reality is yeah. an illusion and it's a beautiful way to put it i think yeah. what do you think about like the nature of reality like have you heard of like those um even like those stories where people meditate and like they they kind of have a feeling of god or like that feeling of a connection with that other realm yeah um so like my family is very religious and i think i've yeah. told you that before and yeah, like yeah. my dad's side like they their guru um was a yogi right he was mm-hmm. um and he left the world in front of them He had the oh, choice wow. to leave the world at his pleasure because he'd wow. meditate he he he'd gone on like journeys where he's been connected with god and he's dealt felt all of that right so it's real it's definitely real and if you believe in it it's real right there's definitely an upper hand to this world and like that it comes with belief like people may not believe in god but like science doesn't prove anything like uh i took rel's last semester and read this um 
article by Vivekananda, who is one of the yogis, uh, swamis, I guess you could say, that mm-hmm. gave uh, um, a speech back in 1960-something. I can't remember yeah. the exact date. Okay. At like the um, World Conference in the States, right? About religions, World Religion mm-hmm. Conference. And yeah. he talks about this barrier between science and religion. Religion starts where science ends, basically, right? Right, um, yeah. Science can't prove that there's God. Um, and you can't use science for everything because there are forces of nature that disprove, you, like, science, that disprove yeah. science, right? Yeah. Like how how can I how can I see God in my dream, for example? Right. right. If God's not real, how do I see God in my dream? Not how even do- that. And like yeah. just just giving an, an example that maybe the, the broader public can understand. There's this guy named Wim Hof he can control his immune system at will Mm -hmm. and he has taught other people to do the same so he's not an exception he he has just figured out yeah he has just figured out something that science previously thought wasn't possible Mm -hmm. you know so science is like ever evolving exactly it's not it's not like it's not like a like a Mm -hmm. solid thing it's not like written in rock you know what i mean but yeah Yeah. continue continue with what you were saying sorry for cutting cutting no 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 problem uh so vivekananda in his speech basically says that one day science will realize the truth of religion like one day science will finally catch up to spirituality and it will discover spirituality what's always been there it will be discovered but that's not going to happen for generations because it's science is much slower and um i can bring that back to like um, how NASA, like a couple years ago, just um, figured out through technology that the vibrations of the sun resonate to Ohm, right? Which was huge right. in the news. Huge in the news. I've heard about Reli- that. Yeah. Religiously, we've known that for centuries. Yeah, we've known it's that. So odd. In our yeah, in our Vedas, it literally says the vibrations of the sun are Ohm. Resonate to Ohm, yeah. Ohm, right? Oh, like Ohm Namah Shivaya, right? Like that's where Ohm comes from. Yeah, um, and that I can tell you that about like um, Mohenjo-Daro, which is like this civilization of Sindhi people. Right. One of the most advanced communities for that century. Right, like, yeah. That was thousands and thousands of years ago. It had sewage systems like we do today. So Wait, that's the civilization of the Sindhi people? Yeah, Mohenjo-Daro. I didn't know that. I had no idea. That's where most Sindhi co- people come from, the Harappan civilization. Oh, wow. So you're descendant so, of that. Yeah, so Sindhi people are essentially Zoroastrian. So that's our actual descent. Um, what, is, what does that mean? Zoroastrians? Yeah. They're the oldest, oldest people in this um, world. Zoroastrianism oh. is like the oldest culture, oldest religion okay. you'll find. Right? So wait, uh, forgive me if I uh, butcher this, but our Zoro- uh how do you say it? Zoro- Zoroastrian? Zoroastrian. Zoroastrian. Zoroastrian, yeah. Are Zoroastrians technically Africans then? Because since Africans are the the, fa- uh, the first people, we all evolved from Africa. Were they Africans or no? I've never heard of that. So I oh, okay. know, like, um, so so Zoroastrianism was a, so Sindhi people branched out. So we all started as Zoroastrian, and then Sindhi people took a branch, and they started calling themselves Sindhis, right? Mm-hmm. So Sindhi people have descent of um, people from Greek, so Macedonia and Zoroastrians and Persian so we have that sort of like blend of culture Mm -hmm. so if you look at our language it's written in Arabic because we have a lot of that Persian um, Arabian influence right and 
we date back to like Zoroastrianism and we um, branched out into him like being Hindus and stuff right I'm not really sure of all the details because even I still have to do that research Um, and then the Harappan civilization is one of the oldest um, developed civilizations in the world Um, Mm -hmm. and I've definitely heard of that yeah yeah and Mohenjo-Daro is one of the places where most of the Sindhi people were found and um they recently yeah. did that architecture uh, archaeological research and found that oh these sewage systems that they built here are at par to like what we have today literally like if you look up pictures you'll see like the pipes going through and like just the way yeah. it was designed and for some thousands of years before christ so bc right or ad one of those two sorry i can't think it's remember BC right now. before christ BC, yeah. right yeah um that this kind of stuff existed and where we discovered that after industrialization and the renaissance basically right thousands and thousands of years ago so it just comes to say how like science is just discovery it's not innovation it's just discovering what's already been there or what was already discovered by our ancestors right i think you said it beautifully you know what i think i think there was a civilization or there were couple civilizations Mm -hmm. before this big one that we're living in right now that knew a lot if not everything about what reality and and everything is and we're just rediscovering that through science yeah and i think you said it beautifully like i i don't know if you listen to the joe rogan podcast do you no 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 there's this guy named graham hancock i think i sent you a link to uh, his podcast episode in instagram right anyways uh so he mentions about like a older civilization and there's like mentions of it in every single or almost every single culture in the world Mm -hmm. and he suspects that it could be in egypt it could be in uh south or south or north america and that was like the basically basically like atlantis that Mm -hmm. uh was it plato or whoever was uh describing back in the day yeah and he he thinks that that civilization had a lot of technology not even technological advancement just a lot of advancement that we are uh, rediscovering right now through science so i think we're not even close to what our ancestors knew we think our ancestors were like some dumb like hunter gatherers with like Mm -hmm. spears and arrows and shit hunting animals and just living off the land i think we were way more evolved than that 100 percent. yeah we just like to think that because the ego always wants to be wants to be the best right at everything mm-hmm. it wants to be superior than its ancestors than it's like previous generation i think yeah. it's the it's the ego that's stopping us from really seeing the truth yeah like and it's it's prevalent in like hinduism too right because as you said we're figuring out a lot of things that were written in like the vedas too and i think we will eventually figure it out like you said like science will eventually figure it out but by the time they figure it out if the world exists that'll be nice Mm -hmm. 100 percent, yeah 100 percent. and like there's this old saying in sanskrit um do you want me to actually say it or just translate sure no no, say it in in sanskrit it'd be nicer um so it says uh, which literally translate to death is reality the world is just an illusion right so death is the most real thing you'll ever experience uh, everything else that you live in is 
uh, practically maya so maya meaning illusion, illusion. right yeah and in our vedas and even in the upanishads if you go down and even now in like the bhagavad culture or the bhakti culture the bhakti religion uh-huh. of mm-hmm. hinduism we say the same thing right just in different ways uh the the soul is trapped in this world um because of its karma and mm-hmm. it's and it'll just be continuing this cycle of samsara until he, it gets mukti or moksha right like liberation and liberation basically yeah so the soul seeks liberation because it's trapped in the world of illusions everything and people and i would i'll say the same there was a time when i was younger and i would like be scared like oh my gosh i don't want to die but yeah. like after growing up and like sort of experiencing the world and understanding like okay well nothing here is real people suck anyways <laughs> the world is pretty much a trash place honestly yeah yeah like why be afraid of the most real thing you know and like i've Death, like yeah. recently recently been very like connected to my own spirituality and like mm-hmm. uh, and i've understood that like at the end of the day like what i do on this planet doesn't matter you know like yeah. what i my experiences what i feel i'm learning a lesson but at the end of the day it's my spirituality that is the most real thing. Mhm. I I totally agree with you because I for the longest time as I said like have thought about what reality is and how I've come to appreciate reality is through suffering, is through pain. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. I have gone through like feats of endurance like I used to run marathons when I was like wow. Um how old was I? Like 17, 16 years old. Like I was crazy. I just wanted to like figure out what the hell is going on. Like I was I was always at unrest. Like mm-hmm. I just wanted to f- like go to the next thing, the next thing, the next thing cuz like also because like when personalities like that kind of like I can't sit around for too long, you know? Mhm. And so yeah, through that I've I figured out that like through extreme when I was like going through the extreme uh those periods of ex- extreme pain there was a moment there where i felt liberated honestly where i was in a med- meditative state you know where nothing mattered like i was going through the worst thing that was possible to go through so like nothing could be worse than this and like nothing was in my mind i was almost in like a meditative state and like many people describe it too like having a runner's high or like that like i don't know a pump or whatever when you're like working out right i think it's 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 similar to that but yeah and recently too in during covid times like when the first lockdown happened i try i tried to start meditating but like just the way my mind is it always like bombards with like bombarded me with like a million thought yeah. million thoughts and what happened was like i got i got so pissed at myself i was like why can't i do this like what's wrong with me <laughs> i i used to just like sit for 30 minutes trying to calm my mind down but then i eventually figured out it's the it's the art of practicing that that mm-hmm. is meditation it's not like just serenity in enough of itself it's not like just yeah. like silence it, it can't mm-hmm. be that because the mind is like a radio i think and it catches mm-hmm. up any frequencies nearby yeah or or within you know yeah i definitely agree with you i've had that problem all the time like when i try yeah. to meditate and like um when i pray and meditate uh, i feel the same like my mind's always racing with thoughts that are not related to meditation yeah but i think that's all there's a beauty in that too because that's a way there like you just have to learn to find peace in in the chaos in the chaos you know? yeah beautiful um, is that 
and I think med- sometimes meditation, if you if you take that negatively, like you feel like, you know what, my brain sucks, I can't even calm yeah. down. Like yeah. that's that's not meditation. That's just you discouraging your body. But if yeah. you can learn to find peace in your mind as your thoughts flow, like I think that's meditation. Like it, not everyone will ever have a silent mind, right? Like if you have a silent mind, you're practically dead, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, honestly. But like, it's a good way to teach yourself like, oh, in the midst of chaos, I can still find peace. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think recently, just as I kept practicing it and what have Mm -hmm. what has helped me a lot is, as I said, like a little bit of pain, like I I always find that like happy place in pain. So what I do right now is I go take like cold showers and I try to meditate in there, just like calm my mind of anything. And what happens is like since the cold shower is like unforgiving i -hmm. really can't have any other thought in my mind i'm just thinking about like surviving that helps me out a lot and also like in the evenings when it gets colder i go outside and try to meditate Mm -hmm. that helps me with meditation a lot too and recently like i think i started like two weeks ago meditating Mm -hmm. like that and helped me out a lot like severely yeah like (laughs) you're like you're like lord shiva shiva always (laughs) meditate in the cold in the always. Cold, yeah. Yeah, yeah you always see him in the middle of the snow yeah I, and i've always felt like this this deep connection to like that god lord shiva yeah. Yeah. i don't know why like since childhood maybe Same. it's because yeah. of that 100 you know? 100 i used to be a huge like krishna vishnu devotee growing up i was like oh he's my favorite god ever but like yeah yeah as i as i grew up and stuff like i have this innate connection with shiva right. like right it's like your soul yeah. trying to like tell Mm -hmm. you something or something right yeah it's interesting because we think we know stuff but actually we don't know anything you Mm -hmm. know like in reality i think the soul is always trying to guide us or whatever it is i I call it the universe the universe always universe is always guiding me you know but yeah i find i find peace in that in knowing that you know i'm not alone something is guiding me at all times Mm -hmm. you know i i i don't have to be afraid i don't have to be like um lost in this world because i know that something is behind me and i'm eventually gonna and i'm eventually gonna be liberated through death i think Mm -hmm. and i feel like also sometimes this is really weird but i feel like my soul has been in this planet for a long long time i don't know like i don't know if other people feel it too but i've heard like you know um i've seen some like youtube videos with like yogis and stuff they say the same thing so i don't know if that's like a thing but I feel that sometimes because I have like these like weird mature thoughts that are not supposed to be in a 20 year old's mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because normal 20 year olds are out there on TikTok doing like random shit that I'm not really interested in. I'm not even like a social media type of person. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel always... you. I get, I feel that a lot of people tell me that too. They're like, your thoughts are not of a 20 year old. And like my spirituality guides me a lot right and I'm like yeah "Yeah, but like I just don't find like pleasure in partying and drinking yeah me neither I've never found pleasure in that never even tried that yeah I'd rather talk about my culture my religion like meditation and do those kind of things with my friends you know which I find really interesting and maybe 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 it is maybe like people like us are at a point in our life where it's it's the breaking point where we decide like are we ever going to come back on this planet or are we going to find liberation you know could be right because yeah they say well especially in hinduism isn't there like a saying that the 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 soul lives on forever but the body is only temporary so you yeah. so you just come back to this planet to 
to learn more, to add mm. to that knowledge? Yeah. So essentially, um, there's a bunch of analogies in mm-hmm. in the Upanishads. They mm-hmm. describe it as basically there's one go- one upper being called Brahman. Mm-hmm. Brahman has no not like the god Brahman, like but Brahman, right? It's spelled right. differently, mm-hmm. and this person, this being, this divine being has no, no, no face, no gender. It's just a being, right? Mm -hmm. And the souls belong to Brahman. They're a part of Brahman. We are all Brahman. Inside, Mm -hmm. we're all a part of this divine being. And it's kind of like, uh, they use this analogy of like rivers flowing into the ocean. Yeah. Souls are the rivers and they flow towards the ocean at death. They become one with Brahman. Mm -hmm. But, the world will test you with a bunch of um, situations and you build this record check like karma, right? Like karma is kind of like that track record, like, Oh, you're doing terrible in life. You don't deserve to be one with God anymore because you are flawed or not flawed, but you are tainted with sins. Right. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And for someone so divine and pure, how can, how can he accept that tainted part of you? Like you need to, you need to do good for the world. Like I'm a, to be one with god which is makes sense right like i guess yeah you can't be one with divine if you have thoughts of like killing someone killing someone doing bad for people because god's always doing good for people right so how could you as being one person of god have those thoughts right yeah so uh, essentially like that's that's the whole thing right like that's why your soul keeps getting reborn on earth over and over again until you understand and it's not only because you have tainted yourself it's because people taint themselves with um ego with selfishness those traits it's not what you do in life it's what your thoughts are that matter um and if you are always selfish and egotistical well that's not you realizing that you are a divine being right Mm -hmm. yeah the only way your soul can be free is if you realize that you are divine person that you are one with Brahman, you're one with that god yeah that's the only way you're going to let go and i i have one question though do you think god is we know that god is all-knowing but do you think god god is all positive as well um no no like positive isn't like do you think he's always doing good things and he always wants to experience the good things no i don't think so because if that was the case, we wouldn't be in this thing called the Kali Yoga right now. <laughs> yeah, honestly. You know, um, like, because, yeah. yeah. My point of view is that, like, you know how there's two sides to everything? Like, positive, yeah. negative, mm-hmm. sun, moon, day, night. Yeah. You know, I think God is like a dualistic, um, God has a dualistic nature to it. I, I don't necessarily think God is a being. Mm-hmm. I think God is like, um, it's hard to describe. It's It's like, it's almost like a feeling Mm -hmm. not even like a feeling but like it's everything around you know yeah it's hard to put words to it because the english language doesn't have enough words to describe that yes it's it's yeah it's an emotion you need to understand yeah Yeah. and it's different for everyone right like there's that's gonna be different for everyone but no i definitely like i do believe like that um we are at the stage of downfall and Mm -hmm. god is that you know and yeah. it's fine like but, if i were i think if this, i were that person i'd be pretty yeah. pissed too so yeah. you know but i think this this phase right now 
is here for a reason. Like I think every mm. yug is for a reason. This 100%. in this yug, we're figuring ourselves out the most. I think because mm. pain is a consciousness quickener. Like yeah. a lot of people are suffering through a lot of things right now, which basically quickens your consciousness and makes you think about life faster quicker like what is mm -hmm. what is going on what do i need to change why am i suffering yeah you know, it brings yes. that up very quickly but again look at what the world is doing that's, that's true, yeah. it's not working right the pain yeah. is not working it's creating divide it's creating this sense of superiority it's creating this sense of the fact that the states refuses to help other countries is just showing ego it's showing selfishness it's so showing power and authoritativeness that doesn't need to be there you know like you this world could have been solved this problem faster if they work together but mm -hmm. no different places are making the vaccines for either themselves or giving it to select few places uh, or not doing anything about it at all like this kind of problem is is it's showing that pain, yes pain can help uh, people realize like oh we don't have that much time this yeah. but you'll you'll see that that he, I definitely think that humans have been so corrupted mentally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's hard for people to change now. It's mentality that you have to change. Like, in, like let's say, like, I'll give you a small example, right? Sure. Um, you go to, I went to India a mm -hmm. long, long time ago, uh, 2017. Mm -hmm. And I was on this, sh uh, like, boat um, to Elephanta Cave. So I was in Mumbai. And yeah. this uh, mom gave his her son a Sprite can. Mm -hmm. And he was done. And he went up to his mom. He's like, where do I put this? And the mom's like, just throw it outside the boat into the ocean. Oh, wow. And I got really annoyed. I was like, that's not what you tell your child, right? Yeah. But the thing is, like, people have grown up with that mentality. Like, oh, it's just, it's fine, right? You can just, It's the norm, yeah. It's the norm. And yeah. in order to change that, you have to think of it this way. You have to wipe out that entire population plus a little more because that's the norm that's feed it into their brain people don't like change right yeah. humans are not meant for change they hate change yeah, yeah. they like they like something that's normal they like what's comfortable com like, comfort com right yeah yeah and and to do that and that's just a small thing right but now if you took a look at a world scale capitalism is what drives this world and in order to change that, you probably have to wipe out majority of the older population because it's feeded into their brain. They like nothing but that. Youth, like, yeah, we'll learn to adapt, we'll learn to do. But even then, how many 20-year-olds are you going to say, like, oh, I don't want to live without technology? Probably, like, maybe... 90, probably over 90%, I think. Yeah, we'll say, yeah, I'm never going to live without technology. Probably, like, maybe 5 to 10%, like, yeah, let's try it. You know, like, maybe it's better for my health and well-being. There's... I, but I think like right now, I don't know, I just have this feeling that there's more and more teenagers and more and more people in our generation that are more awoke than any other mm -hmm. generation ever. Yeah. Like I have met people like, your, like yourself, like Shushrut, that like, I don't think we would have, I would have met those people if I was in an older generation. Although the yeah. older generation would have been, I think, more in tune with nature compared to right now. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. And it's, that's why I'm saying, that's why I always like tell my friends, like the world needs youth leaders. It needs yeah. people in their twenties to be leading them because this is absolutely trash. Like our, if I, yeah, if I our elders that, are not really elders. They're, they're like, I feel bad to respect them because mm -hmm. you need to earn respect, right? 
100%. Like, I can't just respect you if you, if you're just an adult or just a, just a elder, like Mm -hmm. you need to show me that you stand for good values. Mm -hmm. You have, you have a legacy to leave behind. Right. Mm -hmm. Like I can't just respect you for nothing. hundred percent. And I think that's true. Like I, I tell my, my family that too, like they know, like for me, they, uh, I could be in the room with an 80 year old. If that 80 year old is showing me disrespect, well, they better believe I'm not going to respect them back or oh, have yeah. respect for them right yeah just age is just a number you're a human exactly. i'm a human we share this world we live in a world of you know where respect is a foundation and uh-huh. you being 80 year old don't have the the maturity to respect me because i'm younger than you or if i'm female mm-hmm. or if i'm of a certain race or culture well yeah. you better the hell believe that you're not receiving that respect from me exactly because respect is i think also yeah. mutual mutual right yeah respect has no age it has no filter it's 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 a common thing and yeah I get a lot of like hate for it from a lot of older people they're like how could you like it's in our culture to respect older people and like okay it's the culture that we need to change it's it's the social norm we need to change like like as a girl if I go out and some 50 year old man starts disrespecting me hitting on me do you mm-hmm. think I'm not going to say something back? Well, yes, I am. Because why not? Of course you are, yeah. yeah. Like, it's it's not like I'm going to sit here and stand. It's that mentality you need to change. And that's, that brings me back to, like, it's impossible to change because people refuse to change, right? Like, that's what I'm saying. It's like that older generation that will keep corrupting the younger people. That's it will true. keep happening. It's a cycle. It's never going to end until it breaks, right? But also, like, just thinking about it just meditating on it recently uh what i found is that you know if every like let's say change what was achieved and like our world became as it was or it it became uh went back to a more normal stage Mm -hmm. then life would be kind of boring you know what i mean so i i feel like god or whatever there is out there the universe always wants um chaos to be a part of this reality because if mm-hmm. there's no chaos, if there's no struggle, there won't be a story. And if there's and, no yeah, story, life would be boring. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's for sure. And like, even if you look back into the time where like God himself came onto earth, whether I don't know if you yeah. read much, but like the Mahabharata or the Ramayana mm-hmm. or like those yeah. other times where in back, we used to read those like incarnation, stories. right? Yeah, they incarnate yeah. into the world. It was always during, they always came during chaos because during chaos, is when you learn the life's biggest lesson, right? But the problem becoming these days is that no matter how much chaos there becomes, people aren't learning their lesson. That's the thing, right? Like even now, like, oh, we're in utmost chaos worldwide. But you will see that people don't care about anyone besides them. And that's that's where that's that's where i see this world coming to a fall you know you, because you know you why like yeah i know what you mean but you know why i think people just uh start to care about themselves instead of mm-hmm. others because they think nobody else will change because they have the same point of view as us they think oh yeah even if i do something nobody's really going to change it's not even like nobody really cares they think but in reality if everybody started like changing if one person started changing and like spreading the truth around and saying like hey i care about you and then the other person it'll change it's like a domino effect right 
No, hundred percent. But the, that's the, that's what I'm trying to tell you. It's like, let's but, say, but let's say yeah. that's yes, that's just it's not gonna work because those are the people you need to target. Those are the minds you need to convince that change is possible, and those are pretty stubborn ass minds. Like I'll yeah, tell you right yeah, now. Right? Honestly, no, I see that in my own family. My dad is the most stubborn person I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. He is not going to change they, at all. Yeah, they will not accept it because they've grown up without it, right? Yeah, yeah. They've they have and like even even like you try, right? You let's say let's say a group of 100,000 youth storm out protest, spread awareness. Mm-hmm. Nothing. Yes, maybe all of youth will start understanding, but yeah. who do these youth live under? Right, the older generation. I know what who you mean. are their most influences in their life the older generation yeah. so it's like it's like trying to convince those people and yeah like 80 90 year olds are at their life points even seven years at their life point where they just don't give two shits but yeah. i'm talking about like not seniors i'm talking about because seniors honestly they're always like okay as long as i'm not being bothered or as long as like i still have food on the table in the house they don't really I'm care good. Yeah. it's the upper middle working class right it's the like it's the, the 40 year olds, to 60 year, old. year olds yeah, yeah. it's yeah. the 40 to 60 year old even like even some of the mid 30 year olds that are in that mindset where like nope money is all i need i need this life and it's that binary thinking of life that people have developed like for like you ask it shocks me okay this shocks me mm-hmm. asking like 10 year olds 11 year olds like what they want to do in their life like oh i just want money like decent amount of money oh i just want like a good job i'm like really like that's that's your mindset that's your goal yeah like for me like i want spiritual enlightenment i want happiness yeah. i want to find i want to be i want to travel the world i want to meet new people learn new cultures i want to initiate in those kind of conversations with people i want to do something for the world other than you know make money make like, money like what like the fuck money is the biggest illusion in this world like exactly yeah the amount of value we give to a piece of paper and a plastic card is just a shock insane to me. yeah it's, it's insane shocker. like it just doesn't it just doesn't make sense at all like at the end of the day when you go to the grave there's not going to be any money with you nobody yeah. thinks about that everybody just wants a good life right yeah. now i think it, it also comes from like the scientific materialistic way of thinking mm-hmm. because science says after death it's blackness there's nothing yeah. so they think oh if i'm just living one life which is not the truth i don't think if i'm just living mm-hmm. one life why don't i just live it as as lustfully as as like um fun as i as i can live it right so they want they think money will bring them more happiness and like you know partying and like drinking and like hitting on chicks and getting laid will get, bring them more happiness you know what i mean but in reality yeah. it doesn't it's like a vicious cycle that does, that never ends yeah, of course and so it never it. feeds your soul honestly yeah. it, that's the that's the cycle our world is uh stuck in right now mm-hmm. but i think i also think like going back to the conversation that more and more people are changing nowadays mm-hmm. not even young people older generation are changing too but it's very few compared to the younger mm-hmm. generation that's the problem i see what you mean yeah it's like it's i i, I will be honest in our lifetime i don't think there will be much change mm-hmm. and um if if at all i feel like it's just gonna be worse for our kids because yeah. like technology's taken over and yeah. like it's and honestly it might sound negative but i think it's the point in life with this thing this world needs to end because people are not going to understand like you know yeah um it's like when things 
people will understand when it's too late to understand. Like they have yeah. every single time, every single time you look at the world, like um, now when it's things are getting out of hand in Canada, oh, we finally start making international travel bans. Yeah. Well, okay. It's too late now. Like there's no point. Um, And it it just says to them, it just feeds it off more, right? Like, okay. Money is literally controlling everything. Yeah. Because like the capitalist point of view says, make more money, make more money, make more Mm -hmm. money, make more money. It'll make your life better. It doesn't. It just doesn't. Like the big corporations out there are like literally controlling the world. Not even like countries, the world. I think like, you know how they say like the Illuminati conspiracy theory? I think yeah. it's not a conspiracy. It's just truth. It's real. Like it might not be caused of the Illuminati, but look at it like Bill Gates or like uh, Elon Musk. I don't think Elon Musk is a negative person per se, but like he has power. Money gives you power, right? Like in those people that have the most money are abusing it. That's the problem. They're like the of most course. immature yeah. people in the, in the planet. hundred percent. That is the problem yeah. with the world because we're, they have, uh the people that are not supposed to have the most power have the most power mm-hmm. like and, yeah, yeah go ahead and i like even even in like our age like i've met friends of mine who love capitalism they love technological advancement but i've also met people who are like no i think the barter system should exist i think the barter system should exist like yeah. that was true humanity like services exchanging for services i'm good at this you're good at this okay i need your help you help me like Wait, that's, what's a what's a barter system is that like co- communism or or what um barter system was part of many cultures actually like uh even before like political systems existed mm-hmm. so like yeah you could say barter system is part of socialism and communism but like it's also like a way of life right because back in like like tribal days let's say tribal days like Uh you know political systems never existed it was just like even if you look at like places like asia right Mm -hmm. uh you would have your spices people and then you would have your pop maker person or you would have like your like this dude and that blacksmith yeah Yeah, yeah. blacksmith and this and you would exchange for services right you'd be like here, here are five chickens. Could you please make my house or whatever? Right. I don't know, right? Right, yeah. Um, and yeah, it's not fair share or like fun person works more, but it's a society that promotes humanity. It promotes, it promotes what it means to be human. Like you're helping each other. You're instilling those positive attitudes towards other people, right? right. Now people will do anything for money, you know? They'll yeah. kill for money, you yeah. know, they'll they'll rape for money they'll exactly there's like insane, yes yeah. there's like insane things going on i don't know if you've heard of a heard of it um damn i forget the name only views i think it's called have you heard of that no only views it's like where uh like literally like 16 year old old girl sends like uh nude pictures to like old ass guys just to make money yeah can you imagine like if your daughter does that shit and she's like 16 year old 16 yeah. years old like just imagining that shit it's yeah. it's insane yeah. that's the that's what the world has come to right now yeah. like some like some stupid shit and and i also i also wanted to ask you about like relationships like i'm very picky when it comes to relationships just for this reason because i am like totally not totally like i am a rebel against society and i want like my let's say my significant other to be similar to me too like have the same views right what is your like what is your uh point on relationships what is your view on relationships are you um, picky when it comes to like dating 
I've only ever dated one person in my life. So, <laughs> <Yeah> . <laughs> and that was also recently, but、um, definitely, like, I've, I've never really been much on, like, I, I don't know why, how people like, will go on Tinder and find dates and stuff. Like, I, I don't I understand. I don't understand that. that. Platform. I hate that platform. <laughs> I've never been I there, but my friends just piss me off just being there. Yeah, like I don't understand like why would you would actively look for someone. Like I really believe that there's always one person meant for you in this world, yeah, and they'll、like、find soulmate,、right? yeah, and they'll find their way to you. And like you don't need to rush that process. Yeah, go for a date with people. Like let's say someone asks you, yeah, just go. You know, like meet new、yeah. people. Yeah.、Um, never commit yourself until you know they're the right person. Obviously, right? Exactly. But like again, my nature is I don't date for short term. If I'm gonna date you, I look at the long term. Like I want this to work, right?、Mm-hmm. And it's in my nature to put in effort, right? Like I, if、yeah. I go into something, I put my, I give it my hundred percent, right?、Mm-hmm. And I'll never, I'll never say yes to going on a date with someone that I know that this might not be a thing for me, right? Right. And with in terms of similarities and differences, I think there should be a balance, like. Um, I've met people who are completely opposite to me, and I've liked them. And I've also realized that okay, that's not going to work in the long yeah, term. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you'll, you'll just keep like butting heads all the time. And、mm-hmm. I have like people tell me like, well, some people always say opposites are better because like you have strengths and they have they have their、yeah. strengths and you have their strengths, and、right. like that complements right like the weaknesses. I'm like yes, but that also makes your life a living hell because you're never gonna、yeah. you're never gonna are like agree on something, which is not how、yeah. it should work. And、yeah. at the same time, you shouldn't have too much similarities, and that's I've also witnessed that in my own like life with people I've met and I've ever like had a crush on or something. Right?、Mm-hmm. If you're too similar, you also realize that oh, you you might have the same weaknesses, and how is that going、yeah. to you know like ever help out? So、yeah. I think it's a balance. Like once you get to know a person, like okay, your life goals、mm-hmm. and your big values need to align. If、right. those align. The petty little things don't matter, right? Yeah, honestly, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, you can sort of learn to live live around that, or make compromises, or understand the, that aspect of life. But、mm-hmm. you need that balance. You need that those differences, and you need those similarities, and that's what I think makes a perfect relationship. Right.、But、also, it's also like human nature that you need to understand. Like for me, like I would never do a fling. You know, right, like it, yeah, it's yeah. not. It's not me. Like, if you want to, if you were looking for something long term, we'll talk about it. You know, that kind right, of thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If you don't want to, like, that's fine too. Like, let me be. And I think a big thing nowadays is like people, um, only want to be in a relationship for the sexual pleasure, which is kind of frustrating because、I、totally agree. Yeah. Because as a girl, it's like, can I even talk to this guy without him thinking he wants to sleep with me? Like, you know, yeah. Like, Right,、yeah. like and no, I, I definitely of, see that. Yeah, yeah, it's like and, built into the males too. I think like、mm-hmm. the males always just want to, like, just looking at biology. You know, women,、uh, like quantitative,、uh, women's eggs <clears throat> are like qual-、uh, qualitative, right? They、yeah. only produce a certain amount of eggs throughout their lifetime. But then, like、mm-hmm. the the males, they produce like millions and millions of sperms, like literally every single second. Right, it's、yeah. like looking at biology too. It's like built into our biology, and it's weird. Kind of doesn't make sense.、Mm-hmm. And it's 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 hard because it's like because like it's not like you don't want to. It's very hard to control those thoughts. Like, and I agree,、yeah. it's it's difficult when you really love someone. Like, it's hard to hard to like not want to do that. But like, you have、mm-hmm. to understand. Like, is it do you, is that something that really? Is needed, like yeah, like can you can you not love someone without 
being sexually involved with them like is that something you need i think like that should come after Mm -hmm. after a while right but most people like especially in tinder and shit what pisses me off is like most people are not there to look for love or like their soulmate most people are there Mm -hmm. to get laid let's be honest yeah like i have friends that just do that just to get laid because they're horny as fuck (laughs) that's just the truth you know and what pisses me off just being a just being like a guy in, in in my 20s what pisses me off is like most males my age are so immature like you have to you have to figure yourself out you know mm-hmm. if not you're always gonna look to to lay your next fucking egg in for example right yeah that, that's why they're always looking to looking for like girls that, like they're not satisfied with themselves they never mm-hmm. they've never been alone with themselves to know themselves that's that's mm-hmm. the problem and more most men nowadays let's be honest like even older men are so fucking immature and i yeah. feel like correct me if i'm wrong but do you feel like i feel like um most females are looking for a real man who knows what the fuck he's talking about 100 percent um not like these not like these like soy boys who are like just looking for a fling relationship but don't even know how to treat a girl properly am i right Uh, oh 100 i'll tell you men girl women want a man we don't want boys and literally (laughs) boys hear up (laughs) hear up guys no and okay and I'll be honest, there are girls, you will find girls who will, who don't want a relationship, quote unquote, and just yeah. want to sleep with you. You will find that 100%. But if you want someone to actually love you, like, decently, like you're looking at something long term, or you're looking at something serious, because most women don't want to give their all to someone who's going to leave in like three months, you know? Not even that, like, they want someone who's mm-hmm. like, uh, who's quote-unquote i don't even want to use this word alpha male let's say because it has so much negative connotations associated with it the word alpha male it's like portrayed in society and like movies as like this guy Mm -hmm. who's just like going out and like sleeping with girls but it's totally not that i feel like what an alpha male represents just like the alpha frequency represents is Mm -hmm. like a tender aggressive man right who he can be aggressive but he can be tender at the same time where well like when it when it requires right but most males nowadays are either too aggressive or either like too, too soft. Yeah. That's the problem with our society. And that's why I think like most relationships don't last at mm-hmm. all. Like I see that with my own parents, honestly. Like yeah. they, they've always been like fighting and shit, you know, but I think it's going on in like all, all the families. Yeah, I think that's a, that's a huge thing with arranged marriages too, right? Like yeah. you're living with a person you met maybe for six months, like my my parents saw each other for six mm. months before they got married and they considered that dating. I'm like, no, like personally, I want to date this person for four to five years before I yeah. decided to settle down with them. Like exactly. there's no way in hell I'm going to get married to a guy I met like six months ago, you know? Oh, yeah, no it's, way. Yeah. It's just, it's not, you don't understand compatibility like that. Like compatibility takes time. You need to, you need to witness situation, you need to witness different aspects of each other's lives. And mm-hmm decide then and i also feel like um it's it's always painful to let people go right it's always painful to let someone that you really love yeah. go but mm-hmm. you also have to understand that if it's for the better kind of. it's for the better right like people aren't happy together there's no point in keeping yeah staying together. together and you know what's also weird about our culture like it it demonizes like uh, divorces and stuff exactly yeah. it's not it's not like a normal part of our culture at all and if anybody mm-hmm. does it it's looked it down upon 
mm-hmm. it's not respected or like understood it's looked down yeah. upon and like everybody picks upon them and says oh look at them they divorced and shit but look at us mm-hmm. we're, we're so happy together it's just like a like a fake mm-hmm. kind of uh reality that's going on in like our yeah. countries yeah. that's the part of our our culture that i kind of don't like like yeah. you gotta be with that person for the rest of your life even if you mm-hmm. didn't like know them I, before yeah but i also see the flip coin like um my parents have talked about this topic with me quite often and they and then there's sometimes like i even they like fight a lot i'm like why are you even like how can you still be together after all this like yeah you know chaos. fighting and chaos uh-huh. and what they always tell me is like at the end of the day it's respect right mm-hmm. no matter what happens i respect her and she respects me and no mm-hmm. matter what happens we have you guys and we don't want to put you through the pain just because we have minor disagreements about shit that we can sort out you know yeah exactly and i think that's where maturity comes right yeah. Even even if you're with this person for years and let's say you do end up falling in love with them or if you had an arranged marriage and you fell in love after or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, the base of every relationship is respect and maturity and communication. Three foundations, right? Yeah. If you can respect each other and you're maturely going to talk about every situation, what more? And you communicate about it. And honesty you, too, you right? You can sort things out, right? Like, yeah. And I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'll be, I'll share. Like for me, like communication with my relationship was a little tough because I'd never been in one before. And when I did, I learned that, oh, these, this is, this is the stuff you need to talk about, or this Mm -hmm. is like how you should do it. uh, um, Mm -hmm. Whether you should talk about it in person or like over the Mm -hmm. phone and like those things you learn. Right. And even with your friendships, they teach you a lot. Right. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, but sometimes when you're in the moment and something you haven't done before, you you doubt yourself or yeah. you, you need to relearn, right? Mm-hmm. And like, it's the learning process that people sometimes get afraid of because it's a commitment, right? Right. It's a long-term commitment. And like it sometimes is, yeah. that learn, and some people might get frustrated with you or some people might, um, you know, just not like that. Like, oh, like... Yeah. A, a girl might think like, oh, this guy, it's his first relationship. And, oh, he doesn't even know how to communicate. Well, bye. Like, well, as a girl, yeah. you'd have to also understand like, oh, is is this his first relationship? Or, oh, right, yeah. maybe I'm he's understanding, struggled, you know? Yeah. yeah, it's that understanding nature that a lot of people mm-hmm. these days lack, right? Yeah. Or like, same for a guy. Like, if a guy is dating a girl for the and it's her first relationship, well, he needs to understand that, oh, it's her first time. She might not actually even know what, like, how to deal with the situation. Or yeah, if, yeah if movies and because movies and books and other people can only tell you so much right yeah exactly every relationship is different like if your friends are in a relationship their life might not be the same as yours so you can't use their judgment all the time or you can't use what a person did in a movie movie. yeah exactly because that's just completely fake right so that's an understanding factor that a lot of youth in our generation lack Lack, and also the fact that they date at the age of 12 and 13 when they don't even know what the word date means so exactly yeah i think that's a big issue too but i also think like in relationships fighting is a natural thing it's like 100 it's just figuring figuring it out through like being Mm. mature being honest open communication like you said and you know, I, I don't know if, if this is like a uh, a thing with other guys too, but you know what like bothers me kind of nowadays is like modern feminism. They just, it, it kind of feels like modern feminism is like dividing guys and girls. Like modern feminism is teaching girls to be more independent, which is not bad. But at the same time, you know, 
how you like sometimes hear those saying like oh i don't need a man i'm i'm good by myself like that that shit pisses me off like it's not like we are we're like uh some wrong things that god created or whatever right i feel like it just creates division and i hate that like about our society i i totally respect femininity and like feminism but like modern feminism kind of just like pisses me off what do you think about that um i've said that a lot i don't need a man um and i stand by it because i certainly don't need a man to care for me to protect me yeah Um, but I think the reason of that is because of the way women have been treated for so mm-hmm. long and the experiences they've had in a lot of relationships with men. Um, yeah. The fact, uh, the amount of men that like slide into my DMs and disrespect me and the way they talk to me or the things they say to me um, frustrates us, you know, and the, the yeah. story of many women, the fact that even just if you look at the city right now, like a few months ago, women were in their cars and guys were trying to get into their cars, like disrespecting them, trying to like, you know, harass them, sexually assault them. Mm -hmm. It's, it's situations like that, that made a lot of women lose faith and hope in men and finding good men. Like I, like, I I totally understand. Yeah. yeah, I totally understand that point of view. For me, like I'm blessed to have a lot of male friends who are amazing mm-hmm. people and I can reach out to if I ever need any help in my life right yeah but romantically like if I've ever you know encountered people who want to ask me out on a date they've always been those like you know people who are kind of creepy yeah, and crazy. they just want they just want to sleep with you right and I'm like it's it's those kind of people that have made women lose hope in this gender or in or I shouldn't say gender sorry like, in this in like that, in, yeah, these, I know what you in this population right mm-hmm. and I think that's why the women go around saying like, I know I don't need a man. Like if I don't find someone, it's fine. And I say that to myself too. It's like, if I never find a guy in my life, that's okay. I will be happily single. I will still travel. I will still, I will get myself a dog. I will adopt mm-hmm. the kid because I've always wanted to do that. And I'll still live my life. Right. Like they, it's like, it's like for a lot of women nowadays, relationships aren't a need. They're right. They're just, there's something like, that like they, a- like luxury kind of not even luxury it's like it's it's like um because like you'll see like older families and like your parents might even say this to you like oh you have to get married you know yeah yeah, yeah. Um, you, i don't know if you ever ever heard that in your own oh, yeah. household oh, yeah. Hell yeah. but they because back then the marriage was in need right like even mm-hmm. if you look at history like marriage was just it had to be a thing girls would get married at an early yeah. age or whatever right like it was a mm-hmm. thing but nowadays with the way the world is, it's given women a chance to sort of, you know, understand that they have the right and they have the they have they they have the right to control their own life. And if they don't find a good person, that's okay. There are other things they can concentrate on. There are other things they can find pleasure in, you know, like whether it be travel or whether they be fulfilling their desires. And mm-hmm. I don't think that's modern femininity. I just think it's women trying to choose to wait it out and find the right person rather than right. date every single guy they find. And it's also because of the way women are treated in society to this day. Mm-hmm. The fact that girls are scared to leave their house alone at night is a big one, right? Yeah. The, and that, like, that's a big thing in India, yeah. though, right? Not, not oh, like in third even, world countries. No, even here too. Even like, here? I, I don't think, have you, did you not hear about all those like situations happening where literally like girls were like, there's this big one that was like, that really scared me. This was this girl 
was out with her friends and they were driving. She was in her own car and her friends took a different turn because she was going home and she was stopped at a red light. This was in front of Rocky View, like the hospital. And yeah. this, like these guys followed her in their car and at the red light, they got out of their car and started mm-hmm. banging on her, trying to open her car up and like yelling at her. And luckily wow. she had her doors locked so nothing really bad happened and she got home safely. Yeah. But like, it's stuff like that and it's like, people following girls around even to this day like so many situations happened at Chinook so much Mm -hmm. happened in Calgary just in like February and March that like even as of women like I was scared to go out on my own I now carry hairspray in my bag at all times because pepper spray is illegal you know right and it's like again like I was telling my friend like let's look at the way our society is built like it's superior male uh, authority like because those are the people mm-hmm. of power in our mm-hmm. country they're all male politicians mm-hmm. are have created laws that don't even let women protect themselves like if mm-hmm. I can't even carry around a bottle of pepper spray and if I'm like getting assaulted what do you want me to do as right. a girl like I will always be weaker than the man because yeah, of the physically at least. physically I will always be weaker than the man no matter how yeah. strong I get right yeah and so you're creating laws which makes me unable to protect myself and like yeah, it's that's, stupid yeah that's the kind of thoughts that women have like it's nothing that they it's not like they don't want to be in a relationship or they don't right. want a man in their life in their future it's because yeah. men have continuously proved to them that they will always be like this you know yeah i and think the fact that you shared this has opened my eyes to a lot of things that I've never considered before. Yeah. Like you saying that it's not just, uh, it's, it's just because of the way they've been treated for centuries. Mm-hmm. It makes me realize this one thing is that like, there's always going to be, um, at least this is what I've experienced in my life. There's always going to be that like 99% of the population that are dumb, immature boys mm-hmm. who never matured into man. Yeah. There's very few real men on this planet who who actually know how to treat a girl, respect a girl, be in a relationship with a girl, just be a normal good man, right? Mm-hmm. The art of manhood is being lost and that's why yeah. that's why I think um the f- things like oh I don't need a man and stuff it's is is arising because there's yeah. a lack of lack of true masculinity. Mm-hmm. and by that i don't mean like oh true masculinity is like suppressing uh yeah. like suppressing womanhood or whatever or like not giving women the right to do whatever whatever right i mean like real manhood as in like mm-hmm. he, he knows he knows how to treat a woman he knows that the yeah. woman has her own rights mm-hmm. right and like respect for the woman yeah. and everything that's I, why i think women say that's it say that's mm-hmm. kind of stuff and it makes total sense now yeah now that I've had that conversation with you it's it's like it's not even to me it's not even about being a man or a woman it's about being Mm -hmm. a person it's about being a human yeah that's what I mean there's no gender like there's no gender here like there's no Mm -hmm. there's nothing like or I should say there's no sex here Mm because three four four gender has oh my god class (laughs) (laughs) Uh, there's no real like sex here it's not man male or female right it's Mm -hmm. It's human to human. Like, if you can't treat a human right, you can't expect that person to treat, like, want to be with you, right? And even, like, I don't know if you hear about it. This is a huge movement in India, especially because there's a lot of, like, active rape cases happening, right? Yeah. A while ago, there was was this um, 
a whole movement where it's like don't preach your daughter teach your son right um it's because like to this day like you will encounter people saying like oh why does she have to dress like that Mm. and i've experienced this as a girl okay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in this day older like adults will tell me um that she shouldn't dress like this or you shouldn't you should put pants on because you have guy friends coming over or you should you know put on a better t-shirt or i can see your Mm -hmm. bra or you know Mm -hmm. like wear more appropriate clothing and don't sit like that don't say that don't act Mm -hmm. like that you shouldn't be swearing this much you're a girl and i've heard all of this from family members and close friends Mm -hmm. to this day i get taunted like that right and it's just so much to say that that notion is still in society it is yeah i will share this one story i don't Mm -hmm. I don't know. Okay. Well, whatever. It's a podcast. People can learn. Um, okay. Uh, Go ahead. One of our family friends and we were at mm-hmm. a party once, the Bali party. And this yeah. dude, this guy's much older than me, right? And mm-hmm. we were, he would all, he wouldn't leave my side the entire time. And we were mm-hmm. at a restaurant and I was sitting in a designated spot on the chair yeah. I was given to sit on, on the table I was told to sit on. This yeah. man, comes and sits beside me and is trying to have a conversation and has been stuck to me the whole night. And I'm Mm -hmm. like really tired. I have a headache. I don't want to associate with people right now. Mm -hmm. And I tell my parents, like, can we go home? And we're like, okay. So in the car. I was like, okay, well, let's talk to him. Right. Hey, Simran, you, you cut off for a little bit. Do you want to start from the, uh, where you, uh, where you started? saying you were in a in a in a designated spot sure. so Sorry, I, go ahead yeah no problem so like i was sitting in like the chair and the table i was told to sit on right yeah and the they were like dancing at the party and stuff and i had a really bad headache so i was just sitting there with my sister and this mm-hmm. guy um came and sat with me and he wouldn't leave my side right this entire yeah. time yeah and we went home early because i was like can we just go home so my parents were like yeah in the car, they asked me why I didn't, why I was always with that guy and like, why yeah. I didn't like associate. And I was like, mm-hmm. I really wasn't. He just kept following me around. And he's like, mm-hmm. and my parents told me, well, people were talking and calling you like a slut. And I'm like, mm-hmm. are you serious right now? Wow. And his, and his, that, that boy's mom literally told my parents, like, why is she like always hoarding my son and this and that? I'm like, okay, excuse me, lady. Like you want to yeah. tell your son to like back off because I have really no interest in talking to him anyways. Yeah. So just to say like, I've experienced that I've experienced like put the blame put on the girl. Yeah. And the girl being called out for everything. And it's a terrible yeah. feeling. It's literally a terrible feeling. It's like, I didn't even do anything. For yeah. God's sakes, and you're calling me a slut, like wow, yeah. you know. Um, <laughs> shit like this needs to change in our society, honestly. But it, it's yeah. like it's 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 boys like that that give manhood the wrong kind of impression, mm-hmm. the wrong yeah. uh name right now, and it pisses me off. It pisses me off so much because we don't have mm-hmm. real men on this planet, even our political leaders, even like movie <clears throat> stars. They don't really know what the fuck they're doing. They're just out there to make mm-hmm. money because their values are not in the right place, right? Mm-hmm. For me, my values need to be 100% in the right place. I need to know who I am, what I am, what I stand for. Because if I don't know that, I don't know what I bring to the table in the relationship with, an, with another girl, correct? 100%, yeah. Right? And I I definitely respect you for that. And I've said that to you before too. Like, Thank you. I respect you, you as well. 
the way you think is it's very good and I think more people do but like I will tell you like don't be afraid like you know like you don't always need to have everything figured out sometimes you can figure things out with your significant other or partner right like yeah yeah don't be afraid to like try that ever in your life and I'm also the kind of person who's like you know like sometimes you need to have those failed relationships to learn what you need right oh yeah definitely uh brown families like you know sometimes they're always against dating and I've had friends whose friend parents also say like oh why do you need to do that right like yeah focus on yourself and they're not wrong in their own place but there's also in my opinion like you need to you need that experience because sometimes like going into a relationship in your mid-20s or early like let's say you're going to a serious committed relationship in your mid-20s or late 20s that's kind of in the time in your life where you have so much shit going on that's Mm -hmm. like on stake right like if that's your first time dating someone Mm -hmm. uh, and let's say you're in grad school or you're just getting a job or you now have a mortgage to deal or like look after or like you're paying bills you have other responsibilities that sometimes um like focusing truly on a relationship like it's might, hard it's hard right yeah. and making those mistakes at that age it's hard because you have more at stake right mm-hmm. whereas now at a young age like in your early 20s it's like oh if you make a mistake that's okay because you're at an age where you're more resilient in life and you have less shit going on you know yeah yeah exactly um, and I also think dating yeah. is very, very important, especially For sure, if yeah. you want to have have a family in the future. Because mm-hmm. if you don't date, you don't really know like the dynamics of like the male and female relationship. Because mm-hmm. there's definitely a yeah. dynamic that most people like most, I feel like most Indian and like Bengali people or like people from our subcontinent don't experience mm-hmm. because they don't really go through the dating phase, which is looked down upon. Which I actually just found out like I have a friend who went lived in India for recently just for a year to do some yeah. of his work there mm-hmm. and he came back to me and he came back and he's like you know what Simran it's just our parents here that have a problem with dating like in India those mm-hmm. people have evolved those people oh, have wow. really evolved like even my my uh, brother's fiance like she was telling me like her cousins and stuff in India openly date in front of their parents they openly go oh, wow. out and it's all okay mm-hmm. but because a lot of our parents migrated here or immigrated right. here at such, at that age or at that time where dating was, you know, looked yeah. upon, they it's haven't stuck. evolved. It's stuck yeah. with them. They haven't seen that, you know what? Like, go back to India now. You'll see kids yeah. dating on the street, you know? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, the boy will come over to the girl's house. The girl will go yeah. over and it's fine, right? Yeah. And it's that that we struggle with, right? It's like, it's not that, like, the country hasn't evolved or the opinions in that country haven't evolved they have it's the people who left the country at that time have been stuck in that time you know right yeah are your parents the same way like they won't let you date or um they're, so they're okay with it they definitely are against it oh, okay. they, uh, they would rather me focus and like i kind of a rebel in my house i did mm-hmm. i did i dated anyways you know yeah yeah um uh and i told them about it too and i would argue with them let me out with my boyfriend I don't really care you know at this point mm-hmm. like you have to like learn and I tried to like tell them in a nice way like I t- I, t- I and I was very open with them and I was very um transparent with them because they're at the end of the day they're your parents right you right, yeah. they taught you to walk you fell a million times they never gave up on you I don't give up on them I might mm-hmm. lose my patience and might, might get frustrated often yeah. But I find creative ways to make them understand that, hey, look, like this is society. This is normal here. You have to, you know. You have to um, let me do it. Yeah. Let me do it. Right. And yeah. 
for them it's still like oh do it when you're in med school or do it when you're mm-hmm. like 25 I'm like okay well yeah. when I get to med school you're gonna say the same thing do it when you're in your residency and when I get to my residency you're gonna say the same thing do it after you're done you know yeah but even if when but, you're in med school just think about it you won't have time to date like you will have exactly. so much things going on yeah. like you want to have time to date like all your time will be just spent studying exactly and most of the time at least it's the it's like the whole like what the mentality like you live under your parents shoulder use that do better and i understand where it comes from because they've struggled in their life right like to get us to where we are it's been a hard journey and they don't want to see me go through that and i understand that Mm -hmm. and it's just like i'm very patient with them so i do tell them and like i'm not the kind of girl who hid my relationship from them i didn't really Mm -hmm. have an option to live under their roof if i'm gonna go out they're gonna ask me where i'm going who i'm going with yeah and like, there's no point in lying because once you lie, you have to tell a hundred more lies. And like, exactly. it's just a spiral, like that gets worse mm-hmm. and worse. Right. Yeah. And it's a good learning curve for them too. Right. So mm-hmm. it's like, so they're definitely like, they don't appreciate it, but they're at a point where they don't really tell me what to do anymore. It's yeah. like, they'll give me their opinion and it's on me to listen or not. So right to make um, your own decision. kind yeah, of. Yeah. Which is, which is, I fine. think that's a good, yeah. I think yeah. that's a good, like a uh, good place to be in. Because yeah. you're what, almost almost twenty years old, and you should yeah. have that. You should have that mm-hmm. like uh, freedom to do that. If you do yeah. decide to go out on a date, you should have that exactly. honesty at this age. Yeah. Uh, what about you? Like, do your parents care? Honestly, like my parents were oddly okay with it since I was like in yeah. in junior high. Like, I went on my first day when I was like in uh, grade mm-hmm. eight, no, grade nine, and mm-hmm. yeah, my mom was totally fine with it. She even helped me out with it. Which, which was I, very odd because like just looking at like our culture everybody's not okay with it and my parents were okay with it which was very um, odd to me it's not surprising to me actually you're a guy that's why <laughs> oh probably yeah like yeah. my sister's probably okay to date too but she just doesn't um it doesn't it's, go out on dates probably it's or, just, or it's or it's probably because she like my parents are different towards yeah her. No, i don't know 100 i've met families i have friends which are like you know boy girl pairs and like or just mm-hmm. a boy and their family and so much different for them like yeah. I have so many friends who are guys in the community I live right now and they ask me they're like oh we should come out like 10 mm-hmm. o'clock let's go have a bonfire or like 11 yeah. p.m at night 11 30 they'll call and be like do you want to come mm-hmm. I'm like you know I live in a family I'm a girl and, I'm, and I have brown <laughs> parents do you really think I'm going to be allowed to leave the house at 11 30 at night yeah. like <laughs> no so yeah. it's like it's just that it's, just, Probably, it's also, yeah. yeah, it's also though, it's also really annoying because it's how they've grown up to, te- you know, what like yeah, that, right? Like yeah. they treat boys differently from girls. And that really annoys me because I'm like, at the end of the day, I'm with people who are not going to hurt me. Yeah. I'm with yeah. friends. I'm like, I'm going to be fine. Um, but still, you're a girl. You shouldn't be going out that late night, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, it's just that like, yeah, it's just that mentality from like back in mm-hmm. back in India when they used to live there. It's just yeah. stuck, you know. And it, Which, I see the same problem. It's probably the same with my sister too, honestly. She just doesn't tell me it. But yeah, you, you know, should, you should ask her. Ask her. Be I like, do, but she she just doesn't like go out on dates at all. So I don't know if it's like she, that. She, she just doesn't want to date. Older? Is she older? No, than you? no, she's younger. Yeah, she's uh, one year younger than me, so she's like eighteen right now. Okay almost soon to turn 19 i think yeah it's 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 hard like a lot of guys don't understand this part especially like uh, like because for me like uh, i i like have sort of made myself very like clear that i would only want to be with a brown indian guy right like Mm. i've sort of set that self for myself and like yeah i've met a very few like most of the brown guys i've met understand Mm. 
like they yeah. understand what it means to be a brown girl because they have yeah. friends and like they yeah. know parents and stuff mm-hmm. um but like a lot of guys who are not of my culture don't mm-hmm. really realize that they're like oh you're not allowed to go to a party that late at night and i'm like yeah do yeah. you want to come talk to my parents like you know like it's yeah, just like it's yeah it's just like very hard to find understanding men like who really understand mm-hmm. what it's like to be a girl yeah but you'd be well. surprised like i have uh i have like white friends or like european friends i, I mm-hmm. should say they understand like because their culture yeah. is kind of say yeah, i wouldn't say same but similar to us yeah they also mm-hmm. have like their their women who who sometimes are not allowed to date and stuff you know so yeah. they they can kind of relate you'd be surprised uh, so don't yeah. be like don't be uh stuck to only dating brown guys you'd be surprised that there's very <laughs> various other cultures that have no, good but, men to yeah. offer it's it's not that i wouldn't want to it's just i've made that for myself like it's just yeah. like i because i said i told no, you i, I date I date, i date for long term and if i'm gonna date yeah. for long term i want to be with an indian guy and i want to be okay. with someone who's of my culture who's of my religion who is like you know yeah it's like into that kind of stuff because i understand you very like, cultured i am oh, very okay, religious yeah, yeah. And, i know that about you you know 100%. like i yeah and i like i want <laughs> i want the guy to be like that too because i want to instill yeah. those behaviors into my in, children in the kids you know? yeah yeah. yeah definitely so definitely. it's it's something i look for so it, at a very young age i like knew like when i was in middle school oh like i was like i'll date anyone you know like i don't even care <laughs> i <laughs> think culture. every I mean, single yeah i think yeah. every single kid at that age is like and then as i grew up when i like really un- started understanding more about my culture more about religion i'm like you know what i actually love my culture i love my religion and i want the guy yeah. to you know already know all this stuff so we can yeah have kids who like are into it too right yeah yeah and and it's also i feel like at the end of the day like a lot of our culture is starting to diminish and being overpowered mm-hmm. by western culture and yeah. i don't want that i don't want that like i want my I'm kids preserve to preserve your culture yeah. yeah i want my kids to know my language i want my kids to like learn festivals i want them to enjoy i want them to like pray i want them to know how to pray yeah. i want you know i want them to be have that spiritual connection too right yeah so no definitely i, I totally yeah. agree with you so you have like a vision for the type of man that you want. Yeah, 100%. That's that's really good. That's really yeah. good to have because if you don't, you can just you'll just like end up with, mm-hmm. you know, a nobody. <laughs> you know? Cuz you need yeah. to have those like yeah. values set in place. I I feel mm-hmm. like cuz or else in this world, especially being an Indian uh female, you might get like uh uh talked into like an arranged marriage or something you know which is yeah. which i don't think is is pretty good is good at all because i've seen my own parents getting arranged marriage and my life was hell because of that you know yeah, it's tough it's tough yeah, yeah. I, my parents are arranged marriage too so yeah but they I, my, did like yeah. see each other for six months you said right so i mean yeah technically yeah okay <laughs> so technically arranged marriage then yeah it's and it's like, really tough yeah it's it's yeah and their idea of dating is very different than mm-hmm. what we consider dating here too yeah. so it's that's what i'm saying they're stuck in that time zone right like mm-hmm. they don't understand the country the people there have evolved everyone else has evolved why are they yeah. not evolving they don't understand that right yeah which yeah. is kind of which is kind of annoying but like honestly like there is a point in life where you just have to do your own thing because you're of that age and they'll yeah. eventually come around right yeah but i don't think our parents would ever like evolve per se like i don't think they'll ever change because they've they've come to an age where they just don't want to anymore like yeah, as we have had I that guess. conversation before you know yeah. 
And yeah. it's it's probably just up to us to just mm-hmm. figure our lives out, which is honestly, I think, good because it teaches you how to be independent and to like take mm-hmm. care of yourselves too at yeah. this age. And it's very yeah. important. It's like as long as like you don't do something that you'll regret and that oh yeah. yeah. You know, like like even like for me, like I always tell them, like, yeah, I even if I date, I know my limit. I'm not gonna oh, yeah. do something I'm gonna regret, right? I'm not gonna do something that I'm gonna feel shameful of. And it's like, it's just trying to get them to understand that, like, oh, we have to trust her when she says that she's not going to do that, right? Sadly, though, I think like that that probably won't happen. It's just the way the way our culture is and the way like parents are, you know, and we just gotta we just gotta move on and become independent, kind of. It's just Mm -hmm. part of being becoming an adult. I think it's that it's that phase. But I also think a lot of kids our age stop trying you know that's the biggest thing they stop trying to get their parents to understand because Mm -hmm. they think it's too hard or they think it's not worth it which i think is which i don't agree on because Mm -hmm. they could have done the same thing to you you know like my my parents gave me this analogy all the time and i respect it and i agree with it too when Mm -hmm. i'm ever need to explain something to my dad and like he's unable to understand and i get frustrated i have low patience sometimes right and i get frustrated And he's like, is this, if he's like, you know what, Samran, like you shouldn't get this frustrated because when you were a kid and you were trying to learn how to do shit, like if you right. were trying to walk, we taught you how to walk. We taught you how to do everything. You mm-hmm. made mistakes. You didn't learn on the first time. Did mm-hmm. we give up on you? We exactly, taught you yeah. millions of times and we still yeah. do sometimes. Right. Yeah. So it's the patience you need to learn. Yeah. So I, like, I use that too, right. It's like, there's no point in like, yeah like they might not agree with you and your like Mm -hmm. relationship practices but that doesn't give you the right to stop trying to get them to understand and like come up with the world like understand practices of the world like you need to you need to you need that patience you need that like sort of you know build that trust kind of trust with them right stay on that good terms and yeah like that might not happen but that doesn't mean you give up on it you know yeah yeah I, i totally agree with you yeah. By the way, like I'm, uh, I'm close to the time where I have yeah. to do some errands. No problem. So it was, it was, it was beautiful talking to you. Honestly, yeah. like you opened my eyes about certain things that I never thought about before. Specifically, yeah. like the the modern femininity thing. It bothered me a lot, you know. But now I see a different point of view, and I think yeah. my viewers would, like the podcast viewers, would appreciate it too. And yeah. would you be would you be okay with uh, being on YouTube? Like if I yeah. post the Zoom, go for it. YouTube? Go for it. Yeah, no problem. Yeah. If I get no famous problem. later on, I'll give you. A, uh, uh, they'll know that you were in my podcast too. <laughs> you, no you maybe get famous. Too. <laughs> no yeah. problem. But yeah. Thank you so much for appearing yeah. on the podcast, Simran. I appreciate yeah. it. Thank you for having me.